Podcast, podcast. What it is is a completely improvised hour of stand-up here in a room I think we broke into. I can't stand up in the room on the stage. There's just a line of just drunken Scottish gentlemen dead front. And all the characters too. Man in tweed with beard. Old gentleman, not with a mullet, but it's on its way to being a mullet. And then the guy in the group who warned me about the rest of the group. God, do I fucking love this part of the world. You gotta watch out for these characters. Three of them are drunk and I'm on cocaine, so good luck. It is strong. So, this is a very interesting room. I'm showing my ass to three student-y looking people. You look, well, he fucking looks like he's a student. I'm not, not you, you look like you have a job probably. Yeah, let's just cram more people into this room. I think I'm gonna rename this show from Anything Can Be a Podcast, podcast to Fire Trap. <laughs> come into a room darker than the blackness of space and watch a man who looks like Hitler's wet dream improvise for an hour. <laughs> Just sweat his dick off in front of confused Scottish people. I have to say, I really like you. You two are just giving me nothing. Don't make, I'll turn these fuckers on you, trust me. I'm in with their leader. I'll give him, I'll give him the command, which he's is... He's a what? He's your dog. He's my dog. dog. Thank you. I, I, I do, it's, Dar is not universal for dad. It's universal for you have a Scottish accent and I'm from Canada. And I've lived in the UK long enough that me going, my great, 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 great grandfather came to Scotland doesn't fucking make me Scottish. Even though, are there Scots in the room? Yes? Yeah. Yeah, and I can tell you're true. Well, I just would hope so. Was that you, brother? Don't fucking, I saw your lips move. <laughs> I'm a foot away from you, and you still went for it. No, he'll never figure it out, it was me. That's why they call me the ventriloquist. What is your name, my man? Kevin. Kevin, powerful, strong name. My name is John, lovely to meet you. And Kevin, what do you do for a living? Semi-retired. Semi-retired. <laughs> what if your friends? Yeah. And Kevin, how, you, how do you know these reprobates? The good pals. And what did what did you used to do before they sort of made you retire? Worked in the theater. You worked in the theater? Get the fuck out of here! What did you do in the theater? Technical manager. Technical. You do look like a good techie. You have the dead eyes. <laughs> yeah. No, but and again, you say that, but it's true. Do you understand? Technical people, they work with machines. They make lights go, and they deal with fucking. Actors. Mm -hmm. They deal with people walking and going, uh, excuse me, my scarf is askew. <laughs> King Lear shall not tread the boards today. <laughs> I did, I did uh, theater technician stuff for like a oh. fucking year, and then I was like, I'm gonna be an actor so I can yell at people for no reason, <laughs> as opposed to just chain smoke with a guy who has a ponytail. <laughs> That's all it is, you, and you go to any theater, it'd be this classic, beautiful, ornate Victorian building, a statue of some Scottish luminary like Bill Mc, let's make shit happen. I, 
I was going to say William Wallace, but it's a hack Scottish reference, and I'm trying to remember the guy who came up with the steam engine or the paper mill, but I don't fucking know their names. Uh, probably one guy named Dave and another guy named Scott. These two guys are having a meeting, possibly. They're planning a heckle. I can see it, too. I've fucking come to this festival long enough. I know your fucking tricks. Don't sit there. Well, we weren't planning anything at all. Listen, I'm in a room where I can't even stand on to perform. I'm here for a month and slowly I'm just gonna be broken down like that weird 90 year old man who lives in all of our neighborhoods, who seems only to walk up and down the laneway. And when you say hello, he just looks at you like you're like, you can't see me, I'm from another time. So Kat, I'm gonna fucking kneel down like Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> I feel like I'm just flanked by fla uh, slat. Fuck! The old fucks from The Muppet Show. What were they called, Kevin? Who? Oh, the old guys. I can't remember. So I'm not the only one. Thank you for... You are, you are the fucking go-to. You're the, you're the fucking fixer of this group. Like, these fucking five are going to get hammered, and you're like, we're going to need some taxis. Where's Kevin? He broke into a theater. Oh, that's fine. That's what Kevin, you worked uh, lighting designer and lighting technician? Light, sound, Lights, station. whole fucking thing. What's the biggest production you worked on? Oh, probably uh, West Side Story. The original? <laughs> that is a way fucking funnier joke than you gave it credit for, because that is a very old play and Kevin's not that old, so he couldn't have possibly worked on it. You're at a goddamn theater festival. You will laugh at those jokes. I will make a Bertolt Brecht reference, and Kevin and I will hoot and holler while the rest of you will go, I don't understand anti-theater. Well, you should. <laughs> it's time to take this festival back from the comedian, said the comedian, who's literally making up a show to get money from you. Which brings me to the important point. Yeah. Don't fucking feed into a stereotype, man who is a child's drawing of a Scottish man. Those boots are for hiking. I fucking know they are. I will get your goddamn money, and if not, I'll fucking talk to him. He's probably holding your wallet and your, your address written on a piece of hide. For feel your spill your pipe on it, and you, the numbers will run off. What? I've never seen a Scottish guy in a kilt ever. I've seen a lot of Scottish guys pointing at an American in a kilt going, what a cunt. All right. Oh, get killed. That's a very Scottish maneuver, yes. from, brother? Glasgow. I, I know that one, but thank you for... And we're in Glasgow. East Racist? <laughs> thank you for explaining. I gotta say, I, I don't understand who the fuck does Glasgow's PR. Because I live in London, and if you ask people, like, oh, I'm going up to Glasgow, and they're like, be careful, they will rape you with AIDS guns. <laughs> Then they'll track down your mom and just piss on her. And then you go to Glasgow, and then it's like 11 tapas restaurants, and, and a guy like smoking a cigar, would you like to hear a poem? Why the fuck? Like, it's, and like, Edinburgh has this reputation for being this tweety nightmare, and it's really just junkies standing around statues. And then you go to Glasgow, and it's nothing but poets charging far too much for coffee, and like a lovely canal for strolling. Yeah, you guys are a fucking nightmare around the fucking garage, but that's this entire island. The sun sets, and you guys go, the alcohol may run out! Quick, smuggle it in our bellies, and then there will be chips and peeing and sewer grates. This, 
This, Scotland especially, is the only place where I've seen women shit out of doors. <laughs> in front of pups. And that's, what's so amazing is that you guys don't think that that's a weird notion. You're laughing at it being like, wait, you don't do that in Canada? Yeah. Wait, you use a toilet when you're drunk? No, 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 no. You want to be out there. You want to let people know what you can do with your body. And what is your name, brother? Kevin. Kevin. Fucking two for two. <laughs> and, and Kevin, are you also in the theater? No, I'm a fuck. You're a fuck? <laughs> I fucking love the Scottish honesty. What do you do? Fuck all, brother. I what didn't do you say that. Uh, apologies? You're a fuck. Okay, so no, what do you... I'm a biology teacher. <laughs> Who the fuck had money on Kev being a biology teacher? Like, you, you look like a smart, well-dressed... I had, like, cocaine dealer and sometimes barista. I wish I was, but... Biology teacher, and you teach university-level high school students? School. Secondary school, so that's high school. Yeah. What? I think she's fucking messing with you, Kev. Let's find out what she does for a living, shall we? What do you do for a living, miss? I'm a dentist. You're a de Oh, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> you think she's lying? You're that she's in oh, oh, <laughs> What did you say? Kev, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> Fix her. <laughs> are you from? Is she from Minnesota? <laughs> Dear diary, today I met a man who I thought had a very thick Glasgow accent. Turned out. He just says words fucked up sometimes. <laughs> where did you get? Are you from Minnesota? I don't know where the, the Maggie who shot the lion in Zimbabwe comes from. <laughs> what a fucking topical poll from Kev! <laughs> who the fu I didn't even fucking clue into that, and it's my show! Wow, dentists are just a pack of cunts, aren't they? <laughs> It's not enough that you have to torture the world with your needless close talking while my mouth is wide open. We're gonna pull the tooth now. I hope so. That's what your job is. Have you ever shot a lion? No, all right, so let's follow up. Let's find out if she is from Minnesota. Yep, yeah. <laughs> all right, pass the test. Have you, uh, how long have you been a dentist? Why are you laughing so much? Do you just enjoy pain? What's the we? You just graduated from dental school. Is dent dentist in the UK? Is that the largest, uh, the most population of that job end in suicide? I know you're thinking, how am I going to make this funny? I'm excited to see as well. You don't know? It is. I thank you guys for fucking. Thank you for backing me up while the rest of these people abandon me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's inordinately high because I guess the amount of times you look down the maw of someone's fucking head, <laughs> looking at their shitty tongue and gross teeth, and then they go, do you floss every day? And they go, yeah, yeah, of course I do. Even though we none of us fucking floss every day. It's fucking horrible getting a piece of fucking string in beneath your teeth. A bone comes out and you go, I hope I didn't need that to live. <laughs> I fucking, I, I fucking hate the dead. When I was four years old, I, um, in my grandparents' house, and my grandparents are old-school grandparents where they treated kids kind of like furniture, which is like, go over there, and if you die, well, you weren't supposed to live. And 
they were very loving, but they're just old school. And uh, I was playing in the basement, and the basement was just this metal staircase up to the kitchen, and I was playing Batman. I don't know if you've ever seen Tim Burton's really good when you're four years old, now really shitty movie about Batman, but he drops like this onto the ground. And I was four years old, and I love Batman, so I figured, fuck yeah, I'm gonna fucking drop onto the ground. Here's the problem. The uh, stair was right in the fucking way, so I fucking hit my jaw right there on a staircase, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen a lot of blood. I, it's going somewhere funny. Hang on. And so blood starts like just coming out of my face and I lost centric on my jaw, which means that it doesn't fit into your face anymore. And I wanna, went upstairs and I'm like covered in blood and my grandmother just looked at me and went, I think I could fix this. <laughs> and so she taped my face for 20 minutes and then went go, and, go out and play. My mom came home from work and just saw her son mummified with scotch tape and went, what happened? And my grandma went, I'm not really sure, but he's, he seems fine. <laughs> and then they took me to this emergency dentist and I'll never forget this, is the dentist walks in and what had happened is I had like stripped the gum off and so they had to put, this is really gross, but they put like the, this flesh onto my fucking gum, right? They do that, right? Okay, good. And he did that, and as he's doing it, this is like one of my first memories, he's doing it, and he's looking at my mom going, you know, this is the first time I've done it. It's very exciting. Usually it's with a full-size person. Mouth's very small, might slip at any time. And, <laughs> and my mother is this like overprotective single mother, and I've never seen someone just being like, I'm gonna fucking avenge Cecil the lion 26 years beforehand and murder you, motherfucker. That whole fucking story of that dentist shooting the lion is a little fucked up, right? How do you feel about it, one of your kin? Shooting a lion. <laughs> what what big game animal? Really? Why is that? Because it's obviously just really weird. It's obviously just really weird. Wouldn't you think that someone who looks at the mouth and thinks, you know what, I want to fix that and make it better? <laughs> I can see in Scotland, because some of you guys, what the fuck have you been eating? <laughs> I saw a guy today, he had two teeth, and only he was only taking care of one. Um, if you had to kill one animal, what would it be? We're going to get your answer in a second, Kev. <laughs> what would it be? An ant? It's a really good answer, actually. Because none of us can be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> Although ants are a very beautiful society. They're a perfect communist society. They all work for one goal, which is make those weird little piles of sand. And then sometimes when you're sitting on one in the grass, you get really itchy. And then you have like an ant on your forehead and you feel weird. Have you ever accidentally eaten an ant? No. I have. <laughs> I uh, used to work at a lot of summer camps in Canada, and there's always like, Canadians, you guys, uh, what do you guys think of Canadians? You think good people on a whole? Yeah. yeah, that's the response we get as a nation. Yeah, that's fine, yeah, I met a guy once. <laughs> he was really excited not to tip, that's very weird. Anyway, <laughs> but that's because we don't let our shitheads travel. Scotland, you kind of do the same thing. Like anyone who's a fucking minging dick in a tracksuit, <laughs> just yelling things like, Sheila, you're a cunt! You're like, you're not getting on that train. You're staying here. We own England now, so you're staying fucking here. We're eventually gonna build that wall, flood it with oil, and then Scotland will rise. But until that day, the new fry up. I think a lot of you are like, no, keep that fucking down. That's a plan. I know. <laughs> Listen, I kept mum about independence last year, and it was purely, purely of greed. I wanted Scotland to be free, but I also have a lot of money invested in British pounds. <laughs> so I wanted you guys not to go anywhere until I could get to a bank, turn that into Canadian, and then you guys could fuck right off. 
I'll come up here, move in, be like, yeah, 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 can I have citizenship? And you'll be like, no. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go earn money in England, bring it back here, pay tax. I know what you're thinking. Johnny, you going to make this funny? Yeah, you laughed a bunch already. <laughs> back to the ant story. And so we have these, these fucking, like, you guys think you have hippies in the UK, and you don't. You have, like, one guy, white guy with dreadlocks who's like, you know, sometimes I like to drink green tea. And then you guys <laughs> utter homophobic slurs or homophobic slurs, because homophobic, not a word, is it? <laughs> Someone who is scared of furniture, probably. Man furniture. You know, you ever gone to like a contemporary dance show that like Kev would work on? And the, you've worked on one of those shitty things, right? Where they're like, what's it called? It's called the struggle. And this woman is going <laughs> to dance her way out of a sheet slowly. It takes four hours. Kevin, we're going to need a red gel and, and a placenta in a bag. And because you're a theater technician, you're like, I'll get it from the car. Yeah, just. I'll call the fixer, he's got a bunch of jars in his basement. And so, but in Canada, there's this weird thing, is because there's so much wilderness, Canada gets this thing of like, I'm the most fucking wild man in the world, I'm so fucking, hit. like I commune with nature, and I never fucking understood that as a philosophy, because I'm like, yeah, you could commune with nature, or go into this room that has air conditioning and heat, and you're gonna die in the winter, and I'm gonna enjoy a nice lunch, so. And that's what you'd be, and I worked in summer camp, so there's this one guy, should I use his real name? Yeah, fuck it. His name is Rob Christie. He lives in Ottawa and uh, <laughs> definitely has the internet. So, hey, Rob, nice to hear from you. And uh, and he was all about like eating like like uh, ants and stuff like that you find because ants and worms have a lot of protein. You can survive for a long time. And so he would just eat ants all the time. Up until one time, he ate an ant, but he didn't chew properly. So the ant stayed alive and crawled back up his throat and came out of his mouth just as he was about to kiss a girl. Oh yeah, I've never heard a vagina dry audibly before. <laughs> Like you could hear it from across space. Just, what was that? A woman never being excited by cocks again, brother. God just made a lesbian. Just one creepy laugh at the back. <laughs> we all like lesbians, sir. We, we, they don't act that way like they do on the internet. Now back to you, Kev. Biology t-shirt? T-shirt. Fuck, talking difficult in this Anne Frank-esque theater. <laughs> All right, we judge the audience. Immoral asshole dark people at the front. People are like, how dare you? If Anne Frank was here, she would be found because of all the gales of laughter. Thank you, I am very good. And uh, favorite animal as a biology teacher? Oh, fuck, I'm gonna love this answer. Did you hear the fucking enthusiasm in his Favorite animal? Dogs. Favorite dog? You're impressing no one with German your German Yeah, it's my favorite fucking dog too, because it's intimidating, weird, and yet so fun to pet. And they, like what they like a lot of love. Uh -huh. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Glad to meet a fellow canophile. <laughs> Everyone liked that joke except for that man right there who's looking at me like I just took a shit in his cereal. <laughs> for a second it flashed in your brain. Does this guy fuck dogs? Really? What? I wanted to come to a nice theater piece, not a disgusting display of man-on-man -man love. Because <laughs> German shepherds are men for some reason. And um, biology teacher, what's a fa fascinating biology fact you could share here with the sweaty masses of the Anything Could Be a Podcast? This is going out to literally... I see a, a clue you mean that. We're both biology teachers. You're both biology teachers. And he looks at me when he wants knowledge. He looks at you, you know, quite when he wants biology knowledge. No, quite a bit bifurcated. <laughs> that's, a, that's an interesting backing. <laughs> All right, fuck it. What the fuck? Is, that just sounds like two dicks. Yes, it is. I want it to split in half. 
Set your brains for confused, everybody. What is a... What the... F I don't even know where to start. Is it so it's a penis that's two penises? <laughs> well, I, I mean... <laughs> it's made so much better by the accent because it doesn't sound like it's science. It just sounds like a guy telling a story at a pub about someone he saw peeing in the urinal. It's not as bad when he talks about... Um, uh, <laughs> that thought really got away from you, didn't it, brother? It's not as bad as that. Inheritance. When he talks about inheritance. 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 Genes for your parents. No, oh. no. It's for your ma's ma and your daw's daw. <laughs> what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> Don't talk about enlarged clitorises. It, it's nothing to do with enlarged clitorises. It's what the fuck has happened? Weren't we talking about two penises and now suddenly an enlarged clitoris? I know what you're thinking. This was not the show you were expecting. Me neither. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> Dear diary. Are you also a biology teacher? No. So you know about the large clitorises and how they affect space. <laughs> he just... It's the... F yeah, I know how a clitoris works, everyone. Like the physics friction. I, I have so many questions. <laughs> Let's start with the fucking bifurcated dicks, and then we're gonna get into massive clitorises, and then hack jokes. Oh, they will begin, because oh boy, do fucking straight white male comedians like, where's the clitoris? Where's the clitoris? You could ask the lady you're having sex with to show you where her clitoris is. Like how all of you just stunned. Like what? All right, easy silence, fucking crowd. <laughs> I, find you, I just find it always annoying. I saw a guy doing stand-up last night. He was like, I was with this girl, and I didn't know how to make her come. And you're like, you could, you could ask her how to do it. And I'm like, no. I like to deconstruct comedy to the point where it's just a weird, shitty sentence. Airline food's ridiculous. Yeah, it's because it's microwaved. Oh, good point. <laughs> hey, have you ever noticed that black people and white people are different? Yeah, culturally, there's differences because of how uh, the United States is fractured over race. It's a bit of a problem. It'll get solved in a couple of generations. There's a black president now. Just wait. The police will stop shooting black people. I'll make it funny one day. That guy enjoyed it. <laughs> or he's thinking about massive clitorises again. Either way, he's laughing. Always. <laughs> always laughing or always thinking about giant clitorises? You like just a nice pink fist looking at you from the top of the... <laughs> yeah, like a clown's nose, something to aim at? You're down there lapping, just headbutt? Uh, I know this was supposed to be a family show, and uh, if there's kids in, enjoy those questions you have for your parents after. Now, let's get into, or get in between, a bifurcated... Okay, so... This microphone stand, for the people listening at home, I'm holding a microphone stand. This, let's just say, is a penis, a horribly disfingered penis where the head is somehow on top of the shaft and it's very thin but black, so you know. <laughs> racist jokes we can all make in our head now. So what happens when it's a bi... Is, is that something you can do... Well, I mean... I mean, strictly speaking, your body's joined up the middle. Correct. Uh, do you notice if you ever look at... You have gone back... Every day, lovingly. 
far smoother than most other people. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know it very well. For all the gents, by the way, right now are all just picturing the bottom of their decks. Got it. Is it where like, it's like along that weird throaty thing that's there when you like you begin the lovemaking and the end that throat? What? No, there's that fucking like thingamajigger on the fucking. You know what I'm talking? Don't fucking stare at me, biology teacher. Yeah, my dick's like a ro rooster's face. You got a fucking problem with it? It's small but thick, like a plate. It comes at you like a blue plate special. It would be a joke that would work for someone from Minnesota, but you're not from there. <laughs> so that's one for the people at home. By the way, this is being recorded to be released uh, live to people on the internet. You can find the recording at johnhastingscomedy.com. Some people just got very sad because like, uh-oh, people are gonna hear me laughing at all those bifurcated dick stuff. <laughs> so it's fused up the middle from science or whatever, right? Oh no, when you're developing as a fetus in the womb and all these various things are starting to take place, instead of so basically the dick's a dick and you well, get two dicks well, again that was a fucking good one you can stare at me all you want I'm going to enjoy it <laughs> so what causes that well, it's just a genetic abnormality so God <laughs> wait a minute wait, wait. you tell me God is not involved in science no it's meant lately to be your dad so like if your dad has two dicks <laughs> He's got shitty jeans. Like he, he should buy Levi's, but he goes Lee instead. <laughs> Come on, classic denim joke. Hey! Also, I am aware that the temperature in this room, ironically, is making all of our genitals sweat. And that's on purpose, to set the mood. Soon the smell will begin and we can all just go, ah, onion soup, but from hell. And is there anything you can do once your dick has gone hola 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 to like fuse it back together? <laughs> a fucking monkey wrench in the most terrifying machine I've ever heard. What do you mean they won't both work? Well, generally speaking, <laughs> if you have a bifurcated penis, neither one will function properly. But there is <laughs> rare occasions when both will work. <laughs> so you're saying there's people out there that are so cursed by God and science that they have two dicks, yet neither of them work. <laughs> They have the greatest party trick ever. How big's your dick? It doesn't fucking matter, I got two. We go frontsies and backsies all the time. And they're just sat there like two shitty lumps of clay laughing at the man? Where was the urethra go? Like out the knee? What are you putting in the water in Scotland that this is a problem? Iron brew. You guys need to stop drinking that. It doesn't taste like anything made by a man. It, it's because it, you guys drink it because it cures hangovers, supposedly. No. You just, it does. I like how the smart guy goes, it does, it does. Kevin, are you an iron brew drinker? I love iron brew, but it doesn't cure hangover. Well, you don't have to drink so many shooters, brother, or shots. Okay. <laughs> What, how many drinks do you have, like, a night, let's say? I don't drink very much at all. <laughs> do you have one dick or two? Uh, me personally, just one. Nice. 
Have, have you ever seen a bifurcated dick? Because I'm going to Google it as soon as the show is over. You will find lots of it. Oh, God. All right, now let's move on to the hot button issue. hi oh, uh, the massive clitoris. What was that all about? Penises. All right, I'm interested to see where we're going now. Who the fuck thought that sentence would start with developmental biology? All right, here we go. So, I'm talking about ladies' vaginas. It's the second creepiest way to say vagina. The worst way is bathroom area. Uh, I, when I lived in Montreal in Canada, there's this big beautiful like promenade area called the plateau and a friend of mine had a house on a balcony and it was like a lot of like weird like jockey dudes were going to this university and then we lived on the top of it just doing a lot of drugs because you gotta be thin and uh, <laughs> what we would do like really early in the morning just fucked up we just we'd hide on the floor that like just below the railing so they couldn't see us and we just yell the most crazy shit at ladies walking by and it was so fun and that's where uh, my friend yelled hey baby I really like your bathroom area. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. And she just turned around and went, fuck you! <laughs> For feminism. For feminism. <laughs> so developmental biology, the oddest segue I think I've ever made in my life. He said, leaning like some sort of odd poet, showing his, his buttocks to three people he talked into the show who are sharing a chair. Very intuitive. Check out the backyard. It looks, it looks like a potato that's falling down a hill and is somehow smashed. Now, again, that was supposed to be funny. Instead, staring contest. Uh, back to you, brother. Um, so developmental biology begins, and... No, I was going to see the clitoris is the analogy to the penis. So the bail end, for instance, is the biological anal analogy to the clitoris. Who else loved that he threw in bell end in the middle of a scientific explanation? <laughs> Let me just fucking throw one to the people who haven't read a book in a bit. Basically, the part on the deck that goes, -loo 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 -loo, that's the smaller version, but on a lady's fucking bing bang. So get in there and find and have a great time. I'll translate for the pervs. Well, Kev gets all fucking wooden falcon leather bound textbook. So the clitoris is just like a little penis. Aye. <laughs> I was I thought we were and so what's a massive clitoris? It just means that lady if she was a dude who had a big old honker? No, no, there's certain <laughs> there's certain syndromes that can develop in the fetus that results in people who are of uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> ambiguous sex where you think oh. it's a boy but it's not it's an enlarged clitoris and things like that. Fascinating. <laughs> Hundreds of these syndromes. Wow, man. Not funny at all, but fucking... <laughs> Belland, I thought we were in for some grot, and then he just turned the corner to Education Town, and we all went, interesting. And very topical, given that uh, transgender issues are very much at the forefront. How do you feel about transgender issues, Kevin? Couldn't get less. Yeah, I, I'm the exact same fucking way. Everyone's just like, what's up with these ladies who want to be men and these men who want to be ladies? I'm like, I don't, what, what, uh, fuck them. Like, do, it, do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I was a drag queen once and, like, I was. You ever were a drag? Do you have an enlarged clitoris? <laughs> keep, it in a, keep it in a jar with the placenta, that's right? That's what he says. It's just a very small penis. <laughs> 
I like that you're just open about it. Listen. It's not small, but I'm a teacher, so income is steady. Let's do this. It's like meeting Smith and Wesson if they were both drunk and talking about genitals. Thank you for getting that succinct reference about two people that started a business but constantly fought. The rest of you just learned another thing. I, um, yeah, I was a drag queen very briefly. I, was, I went to school for theater. That's where I did all your bullshit. And then I became an actor. And I answered an advertisement in a newspaper. And it just said, actors wanted must be able to dance. Now, I don't know if you guys know me, but dancing, not my forte. This is me dancing. For those of you listening at home, I just dance really fucking well. And uh, so I answered it, and I walked into this loft, and this massive fat guy, like he looked like Jabba the Hutt if he was in very skinny jeans, was smoking this like ridiculously long cigarette, because this is in Montreal. In Montreal, Quebec, Canada, like they were so against smoking outdoors. Like when I moved there in 2004, you could still smoke in grocery shops. Like you, on the tops and bottoms of each aisle was an ashtray, and you'd see these old Italian women clinging to life with long, thin menthols, just Ooh, plantains are in, and <laughs> so I answered I answer the call, and they're like, oh, you'll be reading for the professor, and you're reading for the professor, and then it goes, and then in the middle, there's the dance sequence, and then they like showed it, and it was like, two-step and square, and da -da -da. and I was just like, I can't dance, I lied, and they're like, well, you're the only other, per the only other person applied for this part, and he couldn't act, so it's yours, and they didn't tell me it was a Celine Dion-themed drag show. So I was a drag queen for a summer, and they paid me a shocking amount of money to get into a goldy span, like s beautiful sparkling dress. I was fitted by a guy whose actual name was Angel Fernando Ramirez. <laughs> he had pants made out of a crocodile, and then the shoes were two heads of crocodiles. He was literally, he's what like right-wing evangelical Christians think a gay man is. <laughs> Like, he was covered in glitter all the time. I once bought him a beer and he went, what do you think I am, a woman? Like, it was the most, <laughs> like, it was fucking, it's, and it was a very fascinating time because it was like 22 at the time and Canada is a very interesting place in that we try and pretend like we're very progressive, like environmental rights, and yet we like, what's that, a tree? Burn it with oil. And like, and like homophobia in Canada is alive and well. Like, you go into a city, that's one down. You better leave some money, fuckface. You better leave some goddamn money. Brings us to the next thing, by the way. The show is advertised as free, but obviously you should donate money at the end <laughs> to help pay for equipment and for the books and internet broadband I'm gonna use to look up bifurcated penises for the rest of the fringe. Um, now, suggested donation is uh, uh, five pounds, and by suggested, I mean the show's five fucking pounds. So put the money in the jar. The show's not done yet. I'm gonna make it funny again. I'm not just gonna suddenly switch to the money's five fucking pounds. You better fucking pay it or I'll bifurcate your dicks myself. <laughs> You'll be leaving with a massive clitoris on your face, known as a wound. <laughs> Didn't think you guys would laugh at that, but thank you for surprising me with your candor and nervousness. <laughs> so I was a drag queen, and it was very, and so, and a lot of my friends were like, you're, you're dressing up like a woman? 
does that mean you're you're gay now? And I was like, no, I'm not gay. I just, I like money. And turns out, I'm a whore. You pay me $1,500 for four weeks of work. Watch me put on whatever the fuck you got. Like, gorilla mask, Ku Klux Klan uniform. I'll fucking do it. And got to be a little bit more for Ku Klux Klan uniform. Like, another 75 bucks, probably. And, uh, and so I did it. And it was an amazing experience because I was the only straight man in the cast. I was the outcast in this group of the gayest dudes in the world, like it was the ringleader was this guy named Mado or Luke, and Luke and Mado were two separate people. Like if you walked up to Luke, you had to ask about Mado like she wasn't there, even though he's fucking Mado. <laughs> so you'd have to be like, oh Luke, could you let Mado know that if she steps on my one fucking joke in the show one more time, I'm gonna fucking go hate crime on her fucking ass. And then Luke would be like, I will speak to Mado, but she doesn't really like to be spoken about that way. <laughs> And you're like, I understand, but it's also weird that I'm addressing a man in his 40s who dresses up <laughs> like a woman as if she's a character, even though we could have this conversation without all the third wall weird spy talk if you would just let me communicate one-on-one. -on -one. And he goes, listen, we're getting very esoteric, so maybe you need to n relax. <laughs> and, I was like, all right, fine. and he is hugely, like he is famous in French Canada and Japan. So we would do a high, broad comedy for Japanese tourists. Did they speak English? Did they fuck? And so we'd walk out and they just, like a stereotype, you'd walk on stage and then flashbulbs would blind you. And I'm in heels and I'm uncoordinated in flats. So I'm trying to dance, just, ah, 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 finally. And then my, I, my dad came to see it. Now my dad is a very progressive man, even though he works for the lawyer that put George W. Bush in the White House, something I found out that he said not to share with people. Well, too fucking bad, dad. And <laughs> yeah, don't work for the enemy, father. Don't work for the enemy. We here in Scotland are working with the workers. Me and Kev are gonna light something called the revolution. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a comedy show, this is a meeting. The doors are locked, start growing your beards. We're going all mouse a tongue on the fringe. And by that I mean we're not gonna bathe. <laughs> Some fact about Mao Zedong, he didn't bathe. He didn't think it was right for the worker. You had to smell like the farm. So he didn't bathe for 18 years. And to answer your next question, yeah, it's fucking gross. He also didn't brush his teeth and he died of a brain infection because his teeth rotted out and that's something can happen. Right, dentist? Thank you for confirming or denying. I can also feel <laughs> it. You had so much energy at the beginning of the show and now you're in that hot corner just being melted. Do you have any fillings? They might go. I even gave up on that joke. Don't worry, I'm gonna wrap up this anecdote and then there's gonna be like 20 minutes of just a speech that's not funny, but it is very long, so that's impressive. And then, then well, I'll just do the whole show over again. <laughs> We're gonna get Kev to professionally light an exit and then you can all go. Some of you don't know that that was a joke. <laughs> Some of you are looking at me like that, oh, really? Because I was gonna go get a curry. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's a joke. It's comedy show like we're in the most funny circumstances ever ever we're in a bunker that's somehow upstairs that's called the attic even though there's three rooms so that doesn't make it an attic John get back to the original story I will <laughs> and because I was the first straight man I was my first time exposed to gay gentlemen pickup moves now here's the thing straight man we have to are you you're straight Kevin I like that's a very progressive yet f aggressive answer. <laughs> Last time I checked, I've kissed some guys. I didn't like it then, but one day I'll figure it out. <laughs> Finally, be able to double up the amount of tweed jackets I own. What? That's a tweed jacket. That looks like a tweed jacket. What is it? It's a cardigan. Oh, it's fucking. <laughs> Apologies, oh lord. <laughs> Fuck me.
never heard someone in a Glasgow accent scream, it's a cardigan! You can fuck off with your tweed! Eastdale cardigans till we die, motherfucker! Get out your protractors and solve this equation. Get fucked! Thank you. It was the first time I was exposed to like gay men picking up. Because straight men, we have to like kind of go through this rigmarole of like, how are you? I'm fine too. Do you maybe want to show me your massive clitoris and I'll show you my bifurcated <laughs> penis? But gay men, there was no song. And this was the dawn of Facebook. So there wasn't Grindr, which is this app that people use. It's the gay version of Tinder. So it's just apparently dick pics. And you, like a friend of mine, a, a comedian, I was in Toronto, and he's literally like, I'll be back in 45 minutes. I'm like, where are you going? He goes, uh, there's a guy uh, 10 feet away, and he wants to blow me. So I'm going to go do that. <laughs> That's how blowjobs end. That's right, Kevin. <laughs> it wasn't even that good of a joke. Thank you for your inadvertent prop involvement in the show. That was fucking glorious. How are we doing for time? I can't read. Are you all right? Is it the first time you heard of the blowjob? She's like, I don't believe in God and I don't believe in men having sex before marriage. We gave them that right in this country and they will use it. Are you all right? Beer went sour? Are you just jealous of the fact that they can literally get noshed off by just swiping right? And then, yeah, it's fun. I'm right there with you. There's no rig. I'm on Tinder now for the first time. I fucking hate it. Just swiping needlessly right on people. You're recognizing friends and you're like, I don't want to fuck them. Do I swipe right or left? And then you swipe right and then they don't swipe right on you. And you're like, well, fuck you. Person yeah. whose name I was about to use who definitely is going to listen to the podcast. And so... <laughs> And yeah, and so and, th and this was the dawn of Facebook. And literally, one of the guys in the show, he had just come out of the closet. I was there when he came out of the closet. We were having um, a Greek food after a play. And he literally just stood up and he went, I want you guys to know I'm gay. And then he sat down while all of us went, we know, man. <laughs> we can, you can tell. There's an energy vibe to it it's on a genetic level, like a bifurcated penis. I didn't have that reference at the time. But if I had, I would have used it. And literally, we're backstage, I'll never forget this, he's on Facebook, and he just had like a suggested friend, was this guy named Marco, and he just hit it, and he just wrote to Marco, hey Marco, you wanna put my dick in your mouth, send. And then Marco just wrote back, yes, be right over, what is your name? <laughs> Which is interesting, because it's Facebook. You could see his name <laughs> right there. And so Marco shows up, and him and my other friend, they, uh, they literally just started making out in this lounge area of the theater, and then they balanced on the back of a sofa, grinding on each other for 40 minutes. Do you wanna know how I know? I watched it the whole fucking time. <laughs> not because I was aroused, because I was amazed. They were perfectly balanced, not on like the sofa where you sit, on the back, the back part there, and then they were scientists, use the words. Thank you, perpendicular was the word I thought it was, but I wasn't 100% sure and I didn't want to get roused via your cardigan. I don't want you to spray beer on my dick again. But thank you, it did need watering. <laughs> no? All right. Come on, guys. 
ow, that is a lot more solid than I thought it would be. And then they did that, they horizontally just made out, and then they just rolled onto the sofa, and then my friend just went, you're not a very good kisser, so I guess it's goodbye. Oh, who's getting a phone call? Who's calling? Well, let's find out. <laughs> Give me your fucking phone. I'll send Kevin over there. What's your name, miss? Francesca. It's a lovely name, Francesca. It means doesn't know how to use technology in Gaelic. <laughs> no? Okay. And Francesca, <laughs> what do you do for a living? <laughs> do you guys know each other? Why are you not looking at her? Is she like the dangerous dentist? Is she like the maverick of dentist school? Maverick is a reference to the movie Top Gun. <laughs> uh, movies are these things, you watch them now on your laptop in a very small screen, but we used to go to these big giant rooms and watch them. And Top Gun is a movie about two guys who play sweaty volleyball and then one of them dies for no reason. And then they sing, you've lost your loving feeling. Now, I've given some of the things away and I like, uh, did you just go, it is the fucking, it's the first time every man cried. When Goose's head hits that fucking ejector button, he cries, you go, what the fuck? Maverick's lost his moral compass. How will he combat against the Iceman? And then the Iceman wins, and you go, this movie was for nothing. What the fuck was that noise? Give it, to, give it fucking to me. Who was it? You do know, don't you? Well played, Kev. You guys are smoking e-cigarettes, we're gonna end on this. You guys are both biologists, yeah. and you're smoking a chemical made by small children in China. Uh, are you at all concerned about the type of cancer that you are creating in your bodies? No. <laughs> There's no way to go from that. <laughs> are you concerned that you're poisoning yourself in a way that no one knows how to fight? Not at all. <laughs> well, uh, well played. And what's your name, brother? I'm sorry I didn't catch your name. Derek. Derek. And Derek, what are you taking away from the show today? I'm taking Kevin and John. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be at the door. Please put some money in the bin. My name is John Hastings. Thank you very, very much. Hope you enjoy it.